following podcast may contain a shitload of popular profanity. Live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion, high atop Tech Hill, it's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Hunt Cockburf. Games Club Weekly Arcade.club. I am Wiggly and the crew is back together again. Kyle Von Kubik is on the telephone. That's me. And also Johnny Capcom's on the phone. Yes, indeed. And Kyle and Kyle Von Kubik. This is where we sing well. the boys are back in town. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's that part about the dead girl thinking about something in that song? I do not know what you're referencing. Uh, I think I I'm just do. thinking about Phil Line not being dead. I don't believe there's a dead girl in that song, but possibly in other songs, like Massacre and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a great song, Massacre. <laughs> that's the music show we're doing, right? Yeah, now. yeah, we talk music. Why She's not? She's my dead-eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, ArcadeWeekly.club. Our name Pour some sugar on our me. Address. Pour some. Hey, are you getting it? Armageddon it. <laughs> this is uh, what happened was, you know, I got fired. But uh, Kyle came in on uh, Friday and yesterday, he stayed the weekend, and we talked about it, and we decided that I'm back on a show. In fact, we're all back on a show, despite what Stinky has to say. <laughs> you got fired from your own show. Yeah, I know. Isn't that lovely? All because of shooters. Let's Couldn't put been... it behind us. We had, John and I had a great run. I liked it. And why not? Because today we're going to review one of my favorite games. I still play this every now and then. The only problem with it is like 17 minutes long. But when Kyle came in, before we buried the hatchet, we played this game. And this made us fall in love together once again. Uh, we held hands. Held hands. Someone got blown, but I'm not. Not me. <laughs> Now, if you get blown, that means you're not gay. Only for doing the blowing, right? It's all pink in the dark, kids. Yep. Uh, not cheating if the other person doesn't come. That's my rule. Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. I think that you're cheating wow. if there's a dick and a vagina involved. So if you get like a BJ, that's your dick. You're, that's cheating. If you finger a girl... That's her vagina's involved. Cheating. Yeah. So I think it's not I cheating. I call that courtesy. But that's just I figured a way around this. It's sort of like if you bite each other's teeth, you're not kissing. This is sort of like that. What you do is you shove your balls up the girl's ass. <laughs> and you just keep shoving your balls in and out of there. In the, uh, now, that doesn't involve a dick, and it doesn't involve a vagina. 
Snoodcast. Problem solved. <laughs> Snood. Welcome to the Snoodcast, Aquaman Blow Me. Now, before we played this fantastic title, we took a shot at a couple other two-player games that I had on my list that I wanted to try out. And the first one we gave a try was Bally Midway's 1988 Blasted. Because I thought, mm-hmm. when you come in, we like to shoot things in the face, like we did that cowboy one, that Sega cowboy one. Yeah. So I thought this would be cool, too. What it is is two players simultaneous. It is split screen, and you see a building across the street from you. And it has sort of this... What is Silent it? scope. S- exactly. Silent scope. Uh, obviously, this predates it. <laughs> yeah, only like by 20 a decade. years. Yeah. It has like this silent scope feel where you're a crosshair up... T- what do you call a crosshair? John? A reticle. reticle. Yeah, a reticle. That's yeah, not just an Irish I thing. Know, though, that, I know. That is a real word. I know. I have uh, irishdictionary.com. You've been I doing go We to. Talk Games for 20 years. <laughs> We're always going over reticle again. Yeah, reticle. Uh, you shoot your basketball gun with Mr. Pickle on Blueprint. And then you also. Uh, when are we going to talk about Blueprint? When are we going to talk about DJ Boy? Point, counterpoint. Yeah. So this game here, you have your reticle. And then on the lower part of the screen under the, the, the big apartment tenement is a close-up of the people in the windows. And you're trying to shoot these android robots and stuff like that. And you'll also see a guy with a different color cap on his head. And that's the other player. So you want to try to either shoot him or not shoot him. We couldn't figure out which. Uh, but we tried not to shoot each other. And it just it just wasn't game enough it just wasn't enough of a game it wasn't even that much fun it was a cool concept it was a little too slow i think it was and then there was too much back and forth of where am i supposed to be looking exactly because when i'm looking up at the the full shot of the building i'm getting hit because things are in the other window shooting me because i'm staying still so when i i'm down i'm going window to window now i'm missing the guy that we're because there's a wanted poster there's a guy you're supposed to be going after it wasn't fun no plain and simple it wasn't fun bang 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 and then we tried out Wing. Remember Wing, that great game company? <laughs> Wing. We did a, a 1979 game, actually, which shows, like, Don Quixote underneath this tree full of the number ones and twos <laughs> and a bowling pins and stuff. It's called Yosaka to Donbai. I thought this was a two-player game, and here it's just a one-player game. Mm-hmm. Don Quixote comes out from the right and swords... <laughs> I guess it's a saw starts sawing down this tree yeah and you're on the other side with your sword pointing up at shoots bullets and the crows come down like space invaders and well there's birds there's birds. birds in the tree uh it's space invaders space Somebody invaders hacked the space invaders board and made birds for some reason and they i think the pixels for space invaders are in back of these birds and just cover with black blocks because at some points the birds just sort of like appear out of from behind these black blocks yeah and so. things are just coming down at you it's not like the birds are shooting you just right. those little and it's the same sprite for the little zigzag that comes down from the space invaders that's what's coming down from uh, from the birds but what was uh, funny was that we heard the noise the noise for the ufo yeah. to get the oh, extra right points. and instead of a ufo it was a crow and i said whoa uf crow <laughs> fantastic <laughs> yeah the game is shit <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's straight up shit but it gave us enjoyment for what uh, a minute 
Yeah, just to we see, were laughing at see it. what would happen, why it would happen. We were waiting for the tree to fall down. Yeah. But then the, it gets to a point where the birds are completely out of the tree and the tree sawing has nothing to do with anything. No. We thought it might be a two-player co-op where one person's trying to saw down the tree I, while the other one's shooting. Yeah. Uh, we thought you could only stay on the left side of the screen. Yeah, you could cross the whole tree screen. trunk yeah. in the middle. No, nah, you just slide right through it. It was a great adventure. And then the final one that we tried to play, unfortunately, does not work with uh, two players because you'd have to reconfigure your joysticks. You could do it. I think you'd need a spinner and a joystick, though, because I do mention joystick at the very beginning of the day, and this is by Bally Sente. It's 1984's Off the Wall. <laughs> and I recommend you try this even if you don't want to play it or whatever. You just need to see the animation. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything about it, so don't give too much away. Okay. Yeah, but, I won't. But, but play it and play it with two people. I played it by myself today just to see how it would work. And yeah. let me just say, 1984, they're dressed like they're in 1984, and uh, it's a tennis-type game. How about that? Is that okay to say? John McEnroe should have got some royalties there. A, yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, right. Try that uh, and have fun. What did we settle on? We settled on one of my favorite games, Nitro Ball. Daddy's. Not to be confused with Slam Ball, the very popular <laughs> sports-type game that was on Spike TV for half a second in 2002. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, who, this... who, and it featured uh, Stuttering Craig, former oh, uh, guest on We Talk Games. He was number 33 on the Bandits. Wow. Yeah. Great guest, no, by the way. Nobody cares about Great guest he was. 1992, so 10 years earlier, 1992, Data East... It's a two or three player simultaneous vertical shooting war pinball game. Yeah. I think I talked to John about this on a previous episode of We Talk Games. And uh, remember that? Uh, what was the game of the game? <laughs> Nitro Ball. Nitro Ball. It's a fast and furious action game where the player blasts his way through pinball worlds, collecting points and items while avoiding the goons and evil devices. It pretty much tells you that at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it, it is. In the beginning. <laughs> but I don't know what goons you're avoiding. Yeah, you're killing them, right? You're shooting them, yeah. And, they, could, and they turn into pinballs that you get to kick around. Yeah. It's Smash TV pinball. But I like it because it's roaming environment. Smash TV is great because you're in the middle and you're robotroning around and you're making yeah. that happen. I enjoy that. But I like this. I think it's more like a Mercs with a pinball. You could either be Gary, the ex-Navy sergeant. He's 6.25 feet tall. He weighs 177 pounds. I think he's a little anorexic. <laughs> you're 6'2 and a half and you're 177 pounds, you're skinny. This is true. Or you could be Harry, the ex-police officer. He's 6'2". So Gary's he's, got a half inch on him. He's 7 feet tall and 130 pounds. He weighs 180. So he's a little more healthy, but he should really be at least 215. You're just svelte. Yeah, it's not good, though. So you could either be Gary or Harry, or if you're the third player, of course, Gary, Harry, or Sam. Sam. I don't uh, know Sam. <laughs> well, it should be Larry, I think. Yes. Or cunt. Shemp. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Larry Curly Moe, Shemp, Curly Joe, and Harpo. Joe Bessert. And, uh, yeah. Bob Newhart. Not Harpo. Harpo, Groucho, Chico, and Lepo. And uh, Virgil. Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we're almost over with the so show. So you you don't feel like it's like, like Smash TV, and even with the environment. I don't think the environments are like Smash TV. I think the intro and the premise of it being a game show and the fact that you collect valuables like a yacht and a sports car and bags of money and stacks of gold. I think it's definitely inspired by Smash TV. The environment is bigger, but you're still you're still in a room, even though you're in like you're in rooms of a pinball machine. No, friend. No, you're in a world. You're in pinball world. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Is it a bit more forgiven than uh, Smash TV? Yes, because it's not as crazy. Um, crowded, there's yeah. not as many things being thrown at you. There's yeah. definitely a better build up to that. But that being said, even though it hits those Smash TV notes, and I do like this game, I kind of enjoyed Smash TV more than this game. I could see that. Initially, I think when you first play this, you're going to like this better than Smash TV because it's new. You're playing pinball with enemies. It has uh, five unique levels. It bounces goons. There's a power-up where you become the pinball. That's that's the best power-up to get, and it's called the B which uh, the B in a, in a power-up symbol, there's a T in the power-up symbol for time, and then there's an H in the power-up symbol for hygiene. What? Yeah, you know, hygiene. I don't. I don't hygiene. either. <laughs> I don't remember what hygiene was. I used to hate that in when it was just like, here's your power-up, number one, number two, number... Fuck off, like, draw something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they do draw things like the, you know, the Lamborghini, the house with a pool. The mansion has a pool and hedges around it. There's a motorcycle as well. Yeah, there's an F-16 or an F-18, a yacht, a grand piano. There's a suitcase full of money. There's a telephone. There's a guitar, a camera, very valuable camera. You know, it's a Nikon. Um, There's a a watch. Uh, Is there a phone? There's a phone. There's a. Pa- there's the. Pa- What's the painting of the f- sunflowers? Um, Is there? I don't remember the painting. There's a painting of sunflowers, and now I'm really embarrassing myself. Uh, Jack Kirby's. Yeah, it's Jack Kirby's uh, sunflowers <laughs> face. Oh, okay, nice. And there's a vase. There is a vase. He's got all these cool black dots coming off. <laughs> but the the prizes are what makes it similar to Smash TV. What makes it a little different is yes, there's this pinball element dumped in there and what's cool about that is you get turned into a pinball you turn the enemies into pinballs and you knock them around and like a pinball game there's ramps and targets and uh spinners there's also kick out holes now i didn't go into a kick out hole i think they just kick out the villains don't they uh, i thought there was in? one point where you drop in and you get some points i know you go through tunnels what's the yeah, tunnel you go called? through tunnels and you go through ramps and things enclosed ramp is that what that's called Jeez, we're running out of time this three persons just not working. John's taking up too much of our time. Stop. <laughs> First is strange football world. Yes. And, and uh, it is strange because you fight Splatterhouse at the end of it. You fight Splatterhouse football player. And yeah. that's what drew me into this game. When I first saw this first level, I just was out of my mind. The boss is a robot football dude that looks like he's from Splatterhouse. And although he looks defeated in the end, here's a pro player blip for you that you don't know. He'll roll into a ball and try to pinball squash you. And he's very hard to avoid when he's a pimp, giant pinball. He's and when you beat him cool at- after you beat him. You know, like the, the art behind you? Yeah. He looks fucking rad. Oh, because Sorry. at the at the end of a level, your your points get tallied. 
Yeah. And it's on a pinball back glass. Right. And then you also get a chance to match. Right. And they look so disappointed when they don't hit that match. <laughs> or if you're not the king, if you're not the high scorer. It, yeah. Uh, I got that a lot while we were playing. You got high score a lot? Yeah. I only got it, I think, twice. Hey, two out of five is not bad. <laughs> the next level is like a, uh, a Contra-type theme uh, called, I believe it's called Combat? Combat Field. You're fighting against soldiers on motorcycles and tanks and gorillas, and it's got a jungle theme about it. I thought it was pretty fun. It definitely uh, diversified the table a little bit because the first table, you were just going from bottom to top, whereas this uh, one introduced mm. going left to right. And a lot of these will have little mini challenges in them. Destroy two tanks in 10 seconds, destroy 20 motorcycles in 10 seconds, etc., like that. Right, and you get a point bonus for doing it. You don't lose if you don't hit the target. You just don't get as many points. Right. And the boss at the end of this, the tank, I hope, I'm not going to spoil anything. It's combat field. You fight a giant tank at the end. But it has, what? The, it has, the, it has the biggest bullet in it, uh, <laughs> it than any other game, I think, in the world. The next town is Ghost Town. Now, we were both very Spooky. excited. Both very excited to see Ghost Town. You have zombies. You got uh, Slimer and, running and, around. Which brings up a good point. This was more Ghostbusters than the Ghostbusters <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> And then at the end, you fight a really a great Dracula. I, I wouldn't say the best Dracula. No, it's pretty would, good. Though. I would say one of the one of the better Draculas. He uh, he flies around. He's he's huge. He mm-hmm. lets bats go at you. And then of course, like Dracula, actually like Frankenstein's poster. The poster for the original Frankenstein. He shoots laser beams out of his eyes. Yeah, is, is just he? Joker like wanted it. <laughs> is he like a a Christopher Lee Dracula, or is he like one of the, the sexy Draculas from the Twilights? He's like more of a mutant type of Dracula. Yeah, he's like oh, he's, okay. he's, he's dressed like Bela, but he's, his face is very like Japanese Akuma demon. Yeah, you know, it's not like the humanoid type. Oh, of so he's more like the Twilight guy then, with his big <laughs> furrowed brow. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yes, toilet. I like to call it. Yeah, you know, I got a real feel. From those two bosses, both the Dracula and the and the combat field tank, I got a real feel of um, Bloody Wolf, a Daddy East game. Okay. And this is Daddy East, so that makes sense. Yeah. And oh, also, it's Daddy East, yes, Daddy East did the crappy uh, Ghostbusters arcade game too, I think. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I said it wasn't like a Daddy East game. <laughs> I think they rented that game from somebody else. I think they put... <laughs> The same people who made Turtle Ship. Definitely. <laughs> the other thing then, and then after he fires his laser beams, he lets loose his bats and his laser beams. I really but, dig the bats. You know, with two-player, we were really able to keep up with a lot of these bosses. One oh, player, we kicked not, the shit out of this game. I restarted more than you. Oh, yeah, and you also have that super weapon, which is a bunch of rainbow-colored gay pride balls go flying around, <laughs> I guess. That's your yeah your special bomb or your special maneuver, and that's to tie into John's story about why that he was I, late to the show. That I didn't tell. Yeah, but you told offline, and now's your chance. Oh yeah, yeah. I I was late because of the gay pride parade in town or pride event. Now, did they have giant balls whipping around them? There was balls, I'm sure. Uh, I was just as I said, I was just watching like security men 
kind of bully kids going, well, you better calm down and stop drinking or whatever. And meanwhile, there was just like a drag queen singing like a virgin <laughs> in the background. I'm thinking, stop slapping your angel wings. Yeah. <laughs> what are the fuzz called in Ireland? Pigs? The filt, the 5-0. They are uh, the 5-0 there too. Yeah, yeah. Now, do uh, they have guns? Do they shoot you? No, they don't have guns. Okay, okay. They're called the 5 of course, because of that fucking uh, TV show. Sure. Uh, what was it called? Hawaii, Hawaii 5 No, no, uh, Oz. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I was going to say uh, Hawaii 2 but... <laughs> but, yeah, no, they don't have the guns. They have to... They beat you up with sticks and stuff. They got the shillelaghs, right? Close. Yeah. <laughs> These retractable electronic batons. Oh! Those are called cobras over here. What do you call snakes? And- <laughs> uh, we call them hiss. And they go uh-huh. against somebody that turns into a mongoose at the end. All right, so then Alien World happens. And uh, at the end, the only. I guess it's supposed to be Geigery, but the colors are all like Captain Noah's rainbow. And at the end, you fight Geiger throat trains. At this point of the game, you've seen lots of different things. You've seen zombies and gorillas and monsters and ghosts and everything else. The creepiest enemy I've ever encountered are these little fucking exes that walk around that stage. They I are, forgot what, them. For whatever reason, they're just disgusting and gross. And they're just little pink exes that know. walk around and they're like, coming at you. And <laughs> what are you they? Kill them. I don't know what they are. I don't know what they are either. And that's why it creeps me the fuck out. Jeez. Oh, I don't like them. And at the end, you fight a giant crawl. <laughs> well, well, all right. Get it together. <laughs> oh, now, I'm gonna... now in Ireland, do you have goose pimples in Ireland? Do you have goose pimples? Or what do you have when you get frightened? The shits. <laughs> no, yeah, like, uh, you know, when you have the shivers. What, what, and you have the little bumps. What do they call them? Goose bumps? Goose pimples? That's called herpes, Wiggly. Herpes. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever squeeze that pimple on your taint? I haven't, no. Yeah. I had a lump on my ball. And I thought, oh, no, you know, oh, no, oh, my. But I was in the shower, so I gave it a squeeze. And the most giant thing of mashed potatoes with a piece of corn in the middle came out of there. And it was, I mean, it was, I wanted to save it. It was so lovely. And it was like lunch cafeteria mashed potatoes. They were firm. A whole new world of We Talk Games we're embarking on right now. Little green flakes and like when they have the little, you know, when you get like, restaurant mashed potato and sure. they put like vegetables in them. Yeah. Put oregano and parsley, some garlic. It was delicious. Do they have potatoes in Ireland? <laughs> That's probably one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, what do you call goose pimples? Don't you have a name for it? Same thing. Goose pimples? Yeah. yeah. That's boring. It's because they're called goose pumps here. Yeah, no, they're called goose pimples. Look, you know why, right? Because no. when you pull the feathers off a delicious goose to oh. eat it, that's yeah. what it looks like. Now that's really disgusting for me to know. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Oh I didn't gosh. know why, because I watched the Tex Avery, and when they got goosebumps, it was an actual goose, like in a row, coming off your arm. Yeah, going quack, quack, quack. Yeah. Shooting she was on her high horse. I couldn't touch her with a 10-foot pole. By the way, the, the end boss is a skeleton alien-looking boss, but the important thing to remember here is that his legs are like the game balls. Or, or the... What was the Vector Man? 
or Vector, Vector Man. Vector Man, yep. yeah. Or, and like another Daddy's game, the boss in Growl is a snake that you can't fucking hit because he's three-dimensional and you're two-dimensional. <laughs> and here's how you win. You put credits in until the game gives <laughs> And Konami's Contra, you know, the boss, when you're on a train, he's sort of made out of those balls that move around. Mm-hmm. So then we go on to the final stage, and that we're getting running late here. The space station, you fight Terminators, and you yes. fight robots. Seriously, you do fight Terminator, <laughs> and you fight robots that have the tractor wheels. And the end boss is a giant Cylon head. Yes, from it is from the original Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I thought it was going to be of Sharon Valeri, and I was looking forward to having an erection. So. <laughs> <thanks for that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This level is where it starts to get really cheap. Oh, yeah. Trying to defeat the uh, Terminators is nearly impossible with your default piece. You're going to have to get a better weapon. Rocket? Yeah, rocket helps. Flamethrower? And ring shot. Rim job. My favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Filth. What's note about this level is that there's actually one of those um, minecart type of gimmicks where you get shot down a track and you get to pick left, right, center. And... Depending on what you pick, you'll get more points because they have treasures lined up, which is kind of cool. But it starts to get a little cheap, and especially this Cylon boss at the end. Yeah. He's just throwing so much shit at you. He's throwing, you know, rings and lasers, and he's got fireballs. Because he has two spinning master cylinder rings, yeah, uh, Yeah. on each side of him. You know, they really should have worked in that that Tron guy, the the master computer. Oh, Jeff Bridges? Yeah, him. The CPU. Light site. Master control program. There you go. They should have worked that fucking thing in there. We talked about bouncing the goons. We talked about the back glass score tally. We talked about match. We talked about each level having in a winner. Yeah, it crowns one guy or the other. Or if you're playing by yourself, you have to get a certain metric of score to get that. Right on. Then you get the crown. And each player will have a different ending to the game. It's very short. It's one static picture but you will have one of three different life paths that you will (laughs) it's the game of life at the end definitely due to your wealth accumulation so if you accumulate x amount of wealth you might become the king yep or you might become the president yeah or which you know i don't know a coke dealer who drives around in a camaro exactly the the (laughs) playboy jet setter that is in a car with no wheels as you pointed out Yes. His car doesn't even have fucking wheels, I think is what you said. Oh, he's so fucking special with his car. It doesn't even have wheels. Yeah. (laughs) I think this game is good if you're a fan of that Smash TV type of shooter. It's not a twin stick shooter. And I think it may have benefited if it was. I think this game is worth playing. For me, though, it wasn't enough Smash TV and it wasn't enough pinball to make me go back afterwards. Hmm. Like, I think I'll pick this up again maybe a year or two from now. It's not something that, like, I got to go back and play or, like, I got to go and play with a friend and show them it. It's cool. It's it's unique in the sense of it mashed two things I really enjoy together, but I wish it had more of both. Perhaps if it was longer, it, it might have had new elements, more elements, but I doubt it because each stage sort of has the same type of things, ramps. You know what it needed? It needed flippers. It didn't have (laughs) flippers on the table. It sounds goofy, but it didn't have flippers on the table, and I think having them there would have been great if I accidentally walked into it and it would hit me 
ah. and randomize things. Or when I was a ball, I could purposely right. go into them and get knocked around. I think that would have actually helped and would have been just enough of that pinball element to get me over the fence as far as me really digging this game. Gotcha. John, you you have any final thoughts on this title? I haven't played it. I've only heard you guys talking about it. John, would you play this game? I would play it. It looks like a lot of fun. I go back to it every now and again. I really do enjoy this game. It's in my favorites. I started a collection of favorites because you could do that with Hyperspin. Let's give her a clue for next week's episode. Anyone? Mole. Mole? I know what it is. Whack-a-mole. Wait, I can't guess. Okay, Kyle? My clue is potted plants. All right. My clue is no disassemble. No. Uh, (laughs) My clue is no Xerox. All right, everybody. I'm sure that you know exactly what game this is. Oh, can't forget about this. And now here's T.T. Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Hello, I am T.T. Schmootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. All right, everybody. Tune in next week for the next all-you-can-eat episode of ClubArcadeWeekly.club. Schlong. Absolutely. Spinning sidekick, top crumble drop kick.